Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our look in the book of Judges, still looking at the man Micah. That's what the Bible calls him. So if that's what the Bible calls him, that's what we're going to call him. The man Micah had a house of gods or a house of God. So the gods is lowercase g, but it was really a house of error. And that's how the Chaldee reads for really it was a uh, deviation from the way of truth and the way that led to deceit because idolatry is a great cheat and one of the worst errors. Let's listen to Judges chapter 17, verses 5 and 6, read from the New King James Version. It reads, The man Micah had a shrine and made an ephod and household idols, and he consecrated one of his sons, who became his priest. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Again, this is Judges chapter 17, verses 5 and 6, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights from the commentaries and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that was Judges chapter 17, verses 5 and 6, read from the New King James Version. Micah set up a shrine. It was a sort of small temple, a place where others came to worship these idols. So he's already broken God's law by creating an idol and then encouraging others to come and worship with him. It's just further compounding this house of errors, as uh, the Chaldee reads, this house of error. Uh, he made an ephod, and he used that to imitate the worship at the true temple of God. And this was a garment made specifically to be worn by the priests of Israel. And he's going to compound that even worse because he's going to consecrate one of his sons to become his priest. So one of the commentaries says it makes him the high priest. But let me continue. He also had um, household idols. So in addition to the first idol that his mother had him um, make from the shekels of silver, he made other household idols. And these were gods that were worshipped in hopes of gaining prosperity and guidance. And as you were listening to this, we know there are people who worship all kinds of things. And I'm thinking specifically of India, the Hindu religion, religion where they have 
thousands and thousands of gods. So you can just imagine this house or this building or this temple that has all these little pieces of junk, as Alistair, I have to keep using those words, these little uh, pieces of junk that people have made that they pack around and worship. But let me get back to the, to the commentaries. He consecrated one of his sons and made him his priest. So Micah established an order of priesthood among his sons. In each of these, Micah did everything he could do to set up a rival religion in Israel. Remember, God said there should be no other God before me. He told them not to make graven images, and Micah did both. All of this came from Micah and not from God. This was not God-inspired, even though his mother said, you know, we're going to consecrate this to God. Even with the right, um, she may have had the right heart, but, you know, the right motive, but she still did the wrong thing. It was completely man-oriented and a man-centered religion. Therefore, the purpose of the shrine, the beautiful ephod, the attractive idols, and the established priesthood was to please and serve men, not God. This is a pattern of man-pleasing religion that we can even see in our own churches and religions today. We hate to admit it, but there are things in our churches that just don't belong. I know in our church, we had uh, these beautiful stained glass windows. No one wanted to get rid of the building just because of the beautiful stained glass glass windows. So to them, it didn't become an idol, but you know that's what I think of. Things that we hold on, that we hold dear to, that has nothing to do with God. And because it's beautiful, you know, we want to hold on to it. Even, well, let me get off the box. Anyway, so the comment, the scripture says they did all of this because there was no rule. There was no set of rules. There was no king in Israel. There was, in fact, a king in Israel. And that king, of course, was the Lord God. That's who Israel should have recognized as their king. But since Israel rejected God as king, they were without any good and effective leadership. You know, if you can have a man put build this, this shrine for all these idol gods and you see nothing wrong with it, when God has told you this is not what he wants, everyone did what was right in his own eyes. And it just ref, uh, refers to radical individualism. People look to themselves for their guide to morality and ethics. And we see that today. We do what's right in our own eyes with no regard for God. It seems, and I have to share this, it seemed right to the eyes of Adam and Eve to eat the forbidden fruit, but God said it was wrong. It seemed right to the eyes of Jacob to sell Joseph, the sons of Jacob, not Jacob, the sons of Jacob to sell Joseph into slavery. But God said it was wrong. He used it for his good, for their good, but it was still wrong. It was right in the eyes of King David to commit adultery with Bathsheba and to cover it with murder, but God said it was wrong. It used it eventually, you know, to t make something good happen out of it, but it was still wrong. It seems right in the eyes it seemed right in the eyes of Judah to betray Jesus, but God said it was wrong. 
And of course, because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, we have salvation. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is always the way of death. And that's in Proverbs chapter 14. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we study your word. God, help us as we, just like um, the man Micah did and the people of Israel. Sometimes we do things that seem right in our own eyes. And the way and the end is always death. So God, thank you for your Holy Spirit. You have sent to guide us, to keep us from error and from trying to do things in our own eyes. When we do things that are right in our own eyes, we soon do what is evil in your eyes. So God, thank you for your Holy Spirit's leading to guide us away from that so that we don't forsake you. Father, we're praying, as always, for those who need you in a special way. Thank you for journey mercies and traveling graces as we made it home uh, safely. Uh, pray for those who need you in a special way. Thank you for, um, as we're watching events in Ukraine, where it seems like they're um, regaining some of their um, territory back. Thank you for protecting and guiding and just still praying, God, that you send peace, that you bring peace to that situation, that um, we know that, you know, there's the dead can't be brought back to life until the resurrection. But those in the household of faith continue to cover them, Father. Father, we're praying for those who need you for health, for healing, for provisions, for uh, whatever the needs are in the name of Jesus. And thanking you in advance for answered prayers. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.